Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out the One Man Podcast. There's now over 200 episodes and dozens of bonus interviews, all of which are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you know what? If you don't have any of those apps, no big deal, because you can listen anytime at onemanpodcast.com. So be sure to subscribe, because it's always free, and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. And while you're at it, leave a review. It's a great way to help the podcast, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Follow One Man Podcast on all the major socials, and you'll get bonus content and pictures, fun stuff for yourself. And finally, if you have something that you want read on the show, send it to contact at onemanpodcast.com, because if you send it, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. What's up, everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercer. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 302 for Wednesday, February 15th, 2023. What's going on, onesies? How you doing? What is the One Man Podcast, you'd ask? Right, if it's your first time, who is this guy? Well, I am Josh Williams, comedian, brand ambassador, earthling, and this is me telling you what's going on with me, my public journal letting you know what's going on uh, with me personally, professionally, and uh, anything else that's on my mind uh, at the time of recording. Um, Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, I'm recording this on Tuesday, February 14th, uh, known to Valentine's day, some, the love holiday, others, uh, bullshit Hallmark holiday, blah, 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 blah. Sure. Sure. But, uh, some people's relationship, uh, is only loving on one day. And so, uh, you know, maybe, maybe they need that. Maybe they need that one day reminder, right? Like Christians who only go to church at Christmas, Right. They'll tell you all year long they're Christians, but, uh, you know, they just, they, they go when that reminder day comes up, right? When, uh, when everyone on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or whatever platform, Tiki talkie, uh, those ones, uh, you know, they go, oh yeah, that's right. I should post a picture about how in love I am guys, best day of our lives. Am I right? Everything's amazing. Valentine's day, right? We're all in love. Those of you who do not have love today, uh, in the, you know, Genital sense, <laughs> general sense. No, no, no. Genital sense. If you ain't smashing squishy parts with someone else on this magical day, just know that I love you. Um, I don't have any squishy parts for you, but I have love and I have acceptance and I have hope and encouragement for you that you will find it. Um, unless you're actively trying not to, which is odd. Uh, I would say that you're probably some sort of sociopath or psychopath because who doesn't want love, Right. Those of us who even push it away, um, it's a defense mechanism, you know, and you're like, Hey, I don't want to let love in because then what happens if I lose it? It's going to be terrible. So I will just avoid that pain by avoiding love, except what you do is you're not preventing yourself from being hurt. You're just preventing yourself from ever being happy because you know, you won't let the love in this week. I'm going to be telling you guys about, um, you know, uh, my week, I did two more activations. I did a, a liquor sampling. I did a sampling for gummy bears. I booked some more Las Vegas stuff and I'm very excited about that. And I saw some, uh, some buddies. I got my car detailed after like a few years. It's been dusty as hell. I feel I think I feel a sneeze coming on talking about dust, but, uh, yeah, I got my car detailed today. I did a quick little Valentine's day supply or supply surprise run. <clears throat> I used to know English. I'll just tell you guys about all that fun stuff. Um, 
and I, I didn't even make the note of here, but I watched the, the last of us episode five and I'll, I'll run my mouth about that. Huh? Let me just put that little note here. Last of us episode five. Um, yeah, I'll tell you guys all about that. So let me start by just saying, um, that for today I did, uh, this is what I did for Valentine's day. Um, so last night, Crystal and I had plans last night to get together. Um, I've got something going on very early tomorrow morning. And so tonight wouldn't have been ideal. She had to work late. So last night was going to be the night that we were going to get together, um, and make some food at home. We spent uh Saturday night together here at my place. She almost never comes over cause we have a full house, um, you know, available to us at her place. And, um, you know, I have my bedroom here, my, my little sanctuary uh, from away from the animals. Um, so I'm always like, honey, let's go to your place. There's, there's lunatics here and drunks and, and pigs and all sorts of stuff like that. So why don't we, why don't we go to your place? That's usually the, the, the go-to move. Um, but we have teenagers now and the teenagers are pigs and messy and, and whatnot. So we have no havens guys. And originally, um, we had actually booked a hotel room, um, with Wyndham's so with my status, we booked a spot. We're like, Hey, we're going to get a fucking free upgrade. It's gonna be great. The problem was I had to work. Excuse me. Oh, I'm getting this done the evening. I already recorded one episode and put it out today, but oh man, I feel, uh, I feel the stuff coming, the fatigue. So this might be a short one gang. Um, basically, uh, booked the hotel room. And then what happened was a bunch of people from other gigs were bailing. They needed me. And so it turned out that like, um, I had to work until like 4 PM on Saturday. And then I had to be downtown for 9 AM Sunday. So I was like, honey, I'm going to get checked in at like 5 PM. I'm going to be exhausted from having worked all day. You know, she had to, to work early Sunday morning too. Something came up for her. So it was just like, Oh my God. Oh, it's been a minute. These are staples of the podcast that are back. I haven't slurped anything. I actually put a, a bubbly in a, a cup with a straw. So slurping is not an option on this episode. Um, just the, the bodily functions and, uh, and sounds the ASMR of the one man podcast. Um, so I was just like, I don't think we're going to get an opportunity to actually spend any time together. You know what I mean? Like we'll have the evening, but we're going to check into this hotel. It's going to cost us 200 bucks to check in you know, watch TV together and pass out. Um, and she had suggested the same thing. I said, the fact that I'd be gone at nine 30 in the morning, like my status, uh, you know, I've talked about the status matching, um, the status alone would upgrade us to like a suite. So the money's, you know, not, not the, the real thing. Right. It was kind of like, you know, we can go out to dinner. Like we, we had planned all sorts of different stuff. Um, we made a reservation to go out to dinner on Sunday night too. Because first thing we were like, well, let's not go out on Valentine's day because it's going to be, the price is going to be through the roof. It's gonna be hard to get a reservation. So, um, originally we were like, let's call off the hotel thing so that we're not rushing. Instead, we'll go for a nice dinner. We'll take the same money. We'll go have a nice dinner and, and that'll be that could not find a reservation anywhere on Saturday. And when you're, when you're getting like, when you're at your like 10th or 11th choice and you're like, okay, even the reservation time isn't great on this one. You're like, but we'll take it. It was kind of like, you know, she had, I can't remember what happened Saturday. Something came up and we were like, you know what, why don't we, she, she suggested if we can't get a decent reservation time, why don't we go Sunday? Great. Found a good reservation time Sunday. I had to work, uh, something came up with her and I honest to God at the moment, I cannot remember it, but it was just like all these things that just seemed to prevent us from getting together this weekend. Um, and so we were like, you know what, let's do, 
Excuse me. Oh my god. Sorry, gang. Fucking bored of my own stories. Um it basically after I'll tell you about the activations too, because they were mixed into all of these plans and changes too. But um effectively, uh we were just like, okay, let's do let's cancel the hotel, we'll do dinner. Okay, we can't do dinner Saturday, let's do dinner Sunday. Okay, Sunday doesn't work. Why don't we make dinner together on Monday night because you're not available Tuesday night or or you know, she's got a she has a work thing going on tonight too. So it's just like, there's a ton of shit. It's just not working out. And then here's the worst of it. So last night we were going to get together and just like make shepherd's pie. I love her shepherd's pie. It's delicious. We're going to just get together, make shepherd's pie and just spend a little bit of an evening. Happy Valentine's day together. Um, we, we changed our plan for Saturday night and decided to just spend the night together instead of trying to go to the hotel. Cause it would have been wasted money. We wouldn't have been able to fully enjoy it. And like I said, with the status, I'm sorry, there's so many points I mean to get back to. I probably... ADD fucking, I'm getting ADD jizz all over you guys. I apologize. Um, we decided to do it here at my place to give us some privacy. Um, the nice thing about the status with the Wyndham is that they would have allowed for early check-in. So like noon and like late checkout for like 3 PM. So we would have been able to have over 24 hours in a nice hotel room by ourselves, but because of all the scheduling shit, I wouldn't have got there till five and I would have had to leave at like eight o'clock in the morning. So it's like basically like starting late and ending super early. There's no point. So that's why we decided to call it on the hotel. And, uh, we decided to just spend the night at my place instead. Um, and so last night, Monday, when we were supposed to get together, um, I guess a few hours before Brooklyn ha had like what we all thought to be really bad pink eye. So she went to a walk-in clinic cause it wasn't really getting any better. And, the uh, the, uh, the doctor there was like, oh, it looks like there might be a foreign substance in there. You're going to have to go to emergency. So we canceled our, our get together last night and Crystal took Brooklyn to the hospital. Um, in Canada, thank you for the free healthcare, but you sit in these emergency rooms. Like it's like you're, 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 you're there for 10 hours minimum, um, to get any kind of medical stuff. So sadly they were sitting in the, the waiting room and it, like I checked in until late last night and there hadn't been any movement on them. They were waiting for one of the eye exam rooms to get ready or whatever. Anyways, long story short is Crystal messages me this morning at like seven something when they were on their way home. And she's like, yeah, it turns out it was pink eye, just really bad pink eye. And she's already got antibiotics. So they spent their whole night in the hospital for, for nothing effectively, um, which sucks, but better safe than sorry. Um, I mean, it could have been something way worse. Oh my God, it is a foreign object and we can't get it out. It's in the eye and it's there for us. I don't know, but it's, I guess good that it's just a bad pink eye infection, but poor crystal didn't get any sleep last night. We're talking through the whole fucking night. So, um, Today's Valentine's Day. I think she went home and she called, uh, she didn't call in sick cause she just doesn't do that, but she called in and asked to come in later. There's some big demonstration thing that she's got this evening, which was what gonna, was going to stop us from being able to have like a dinner tonight together. Um, and I can't get together with her late cause I got to leave early tomorrow morning. Um, heading to Atlantic city and I'll tell you guys about that a little bit later on. But, um, yeah, I, um, I knew I wasn't going to see her. Uh, so I, I decided, um, uh, after I picked up my car, my car was getting detailed all day, so I didn't have access to it. But after I picked it up, I went and I, I filled up the tank with gas and I, uh, I, I went to Costco, got, got my gas at Costco, but I went into Costco because they have really good prices on flowers. And so I just thought something nice I'll do is I'll, I'll 
grab her a bouquet of flowers. I'll run it over to house. I'll put it in a vase. So when she gets home tonight, there's at least something for her from Valentine's day. So she knows I love her and I'm caring about her. Um, we spoke a little earlier before she was on her way into work and just, you know, touch, touched base with like, I guess this doesn't just doesn't work for tonight. I'm going to be gone for two days. So it's like, we'll do something when I get back just, but I love you. And I'm thinking of you. Um, so I get to Costco, fill up my tank, get to Costco, by the way. So just to, to burn through the, the detailing, my car looks great on the inside. The, there's still salt and shit. It's wintertime outside. So there's still salt and shit all over the, the roads. The, the car, the outside of the car was, had that white haze of dirt on it. And after like no time at all, but the inside of the car is immaculate. I, I couldn't be more happy. Shout out to my buddy, Ty who took good care of me. Um, really, really happy with that. Um, so get the car, pick it up. It looks amazing. I drive to Costco, fill up the tank. And then I go inside the flowers guys. I have never seen the flower section at Costco bear. And I buy flowers on Valentine's day and stuff like that. The section had like nothing. It had all these unbloomed flowers. Like, and people were buying them. These fucking idiot men are buying not roses that haven't bloomed, but these just flowers that are like, like it's just whatever they could get. Right. And I was even like, like I look at the thing now there's a cart. I don't know if you guys know the, 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 the flower sections of Costco, but there's usually a cart nearby where the flower florist, uh, like just basically puts shit together, works on stuff. It's like, just like a cart, whatever. Well, I look in there and there's some like pink carnations and some white roses and some things like that. And they're not, they're not in bad shape. They're just like, they're just not perfect. So I've talked to this woman several times before, and she's always super helpful. Shout out to the Serbian flowers lady at Costco. Um, I'm looking there and there's like just pink flowers. Like we're like, I don't even know how to describe how bad the pictures are. There was no colored flowers left at all. There was a few like super tiny, like let's say three times the size of baby's breath. So like these flowers look like nothing. They don't look Valentine's. They don't look nice at all. There's like, it's so much green and then like little, little cotton ball sized things of white. They didn't look good at all. They weren't carnations. They weren't roses. But in her thing, in her, in her bat, like cart, she had some white roses, some, some pink ones. And I just, I, I went to look for her. I'm like, I don't know where she is, but if she can put me together a bouquet with the leftover shit that she has there, that'll look nice. Um, because if, if Costco's out, then they're out everywhere for some reason. Um, so I just, I go find her and then I'm like, she's like, yes, but those are the garbage. Those ones are no good. I'm like, they look good to me. I'm like, if we take enough from each one to make a bouquet and she's like, oh, okay. If you want, I only charge you $10. Okay. I'm like fucking amazing. I'm getting, I'm saving money. Right. Which is never my goal for the record before I have people like what a cheap piece of shit. I never skimp on it. In fact, when I get the, the roses, I'll usually get two different colors that are not red or white because those are the standard, boring, thoughtless combinations. Like I'm sure I've said it on the podcast before, but if you just go up and like, Oh, it's Valentine's day. I got to go buy red roses. Like you are the most basic man. You're, you're no different than any other man. Like last year when I was there, I bought uh, yellow roses and pink roses. And then I found these carnations that they had that were yellow with like little pink tips on them. So I bought the carnations too. And it was like the tied all three colors together in a nice bouquet, about three bouquets. It's not cheap. But I was like, fuck, if I'm going to save money regardless, like this was my only options. Guys, when I found her and asked her and she started putting these together, the amount of guys standing around the flowers, just watching her put together this bouquet that actually had color and stuff to it, the looks on their face like, oh, oh, I wish I'd thought of that. Yeah, you're fucking idiots. Oh, you guys were dumb. Not my onesies, but the fucking idiot men who were standing there. And then the fucking thing was, it was so funny when I went to the cash to go pay, I'm watching all these other guys buy these flowers that look like nothing, nothing flowers that haven't bloomed yet and all sorts of shit. And I was like, what is wrong with you? This is 
this is evidence that you failed. You don't just go, oh, I'm sorry. I went there. The lineups were too long. I'm a bad boyfriend. I'll buy you some tomorrow. This was like, you just bought whatever they had. So, I mean, like a couple of the women were like, oh, you went the extra mile by like asking the woman to put something together. Like you didn't just go, oh, they don't have them and turn around and leave. You didn't just go, oh, so they have and just grab whatever there was. Like there was not a good, there was not a good choice to be had in what they were, what they were selling. But I saw the cart and I was like, we can, we can work with that. We can work with that. So, um, sadly I, I, I was not going to not have something for her. So, um, I, I got the nice book. Okay. I probably should have taken a picture and posted it, but then she'd see it. So by the time this episode comes out, she will have already come home to them. But I just know she had a long, long day. She maybe got three, four hours sleep today before she went to work. So, um, and I know because I'm not going to see her, it's going to disappoint her. And I love her. I, I'm, I'm disappointed that I won't see her either, but at least she'll come home to a, a, a vase on her table. I drove them there, put them in a vase with the, f- the plant food and all that stuff. And just, it's presented nicely with a note on the, on the vial. Uh, vase, sorry, vase. Um, so I think she's going to come home and she's gonna be pleasantly surprised by the flowers on the table. So just so she knows that I love her very much. Uh, and that's what I did for Valentine's day. Guys would love to know what you did for your significant others on Valentine's day. Contact at one man podcast.com. Would love to hear about it. Hope, uh, Brooklyn has a speedy recover recovery. Sorry. I was reading my, my notes here. Uh, speedy recovery on the pink eye. Hope she feels better. Um, what else we talk about? Uh, let's do our, um, let's do our, uh, our, our little, the, the night crystal I had together. It was very, very nice. Um, I got us just some nice sandwiches from a local deli. So a nice, simple meal. We, um, we watched the last of us episode five, which I'll tell you about shortly. Um, we also, um, we did, we watched a movie. I, I passed out this when we were going to sleep, but we watched a movie, um, that was on shutter. I think it was called the apology. Um, it featured Anna Gunn who played Skylar in breaking bad. And then I didn't recognize. Oh, and Janine, Janine, uh, formerly Garofalo who now goes by Janine Garofalo. Everyone in Hollywood has to make their name sound extra pretentious, but Janine Garofalo who by her own admission, if you listen to her in interviews, call herself Janine Garofalo, but then decided it's Janine Garofalo. Um, she's in that too, but it was a, it was a weird movie. I fell asleep through most of it and I woke up, uh, to like literally the guy saying the big twist and I was like, all right, I asked Crystal how was it? She's like, man, it was not bad. Um, she said it was getting good reviews or whatever. Um, so we, we watched that. It was odd, but we watched it. Um, we also, uh, started playing a game called the quarry. Um, the quarry is basically like a choose your own adventure type game. It's got a lot of famous actors in it. It has, uh, who's the most famous one, Josh? It has, uh, what's his face? Ted Raimi. Oh, David Arquette would be the most famous one. I think, uh, David Arquette is in it. It has, uh, Ted Raimi, who is the brother of Sam Raimi, who directed Spider-Man and multiverse of madness and evil dead and a bunch of stuff like that. Um, but Ted Raimi is, his face is very recognizable. He's been in a lot of stuff. Um, there's also, um, Ethan Suple who played Randy in my name is Earl, but he was also in mall rats and he's been in a bunch of other things, um, of note. He was also in, um, American history X with Edward Norton. Then we have, um, some other people whose names I don't really know, like the old bitch from the insidious movies. She's in there. We've got, uh, the, the older son from the new national lampoons vacation, uh, movie. He's in that 
there's a chick whose name I can't remember. Uh, it's when I see it, I'm like, oh yeah, that person. Uh, she got a weird name, but she was she's been in some stuff as of late. She, uh, most notably, at least for me, is that that show, The Orville, by Seth MacFarlane, creator of Family Guy. Um, it's like Eustace or Soulless or something. I get it. Soulless. That's hilarious. Let me get her name for you guys, just so I don't sound like a complete idiot. All right, I thought I'd get it before the thing came up, but I, I but I didn't. Uh, Halston Sage is her name. Um, but she's been in a, a few things. She's a relatively good looking young woman. Um, she was in paper towns. No idea what that is before I fall movie neighbor. She's in Orville, but yeah, she's in the quarry. That's uh, she's one of the characters there. We didn't get far enough in to even see her character. Or most of the big names, um, in this, but those are two. Oh, she's in Grown Ups too. Sorry. I'm just scrolling through IMDb. Um, so yeah, um, it, it has a ton of, of recognizable faces for the, for the, you know, the actors. So you're seeing all these people in the, you know, in the game, it's just, you're controlling their actions and stuff. Um, we really only played the beginning of the game where you're, you're trying to drive to this camp, um, you know, and it's just a couple talking in a car and you're sort of picking which, which way the, the conversation goes. And then something's in the road. You, you spin off into the, you know, into the woods um, the car takes a little bit of damage and while the boyfriend is, is fixing the car, you're wandering around and finding like these little posters and, and evidence of like some sideshow that was there at one point. And then you finally get back into the car and, uh, and try to start it up. And then this, this, you know, state trooper is, is asking you guys what happened how'd you end up in, you know, off the road in the ditch or the woods or whatever. And he tells you not to go where you're trying to go, but instead go to a, um, a motel until morning. It's not safe to go where you're going at nighttime. And then sadly, uh, you know, he's like, it seems very creepy. They don't listen, you know, because they're kids. Um, they don't listen. They go to the place anyways. No one seems to be there. They break in and then something in the basement gets one of them. And then the, uh, other one is, is caught by the cop. The cop ends up, uh, you know, drugging the chick and shooting the, the boyfriend. And he's like, does this look like the harbinger into you? Like, it was like, he told them to go somewhere else anyways. Um, and then the, and then it's like title screen where it shows the quarry you're going to start. And that's as far as we got. So I really couldn't tell you much about the, the story, just that wherever, I mean, everyone else is going to be meeting at this place, but there's clearly something sinister happening here. Um, and everyone in this, you know, these two, these two teenagers are going up a day before everyone else the day early. So, uh oh, bad shit's going to happen. Um, but it was fun. I mean, it's, uh, I'll, I'll know more about it when, uh, you know, we get there, but for now it's just kind of funny, little fun thing to do before bed, a little creepy, whatever. Um, we had our sandwiches. We ordered some wild wing, uh, you know, tenders and some chips. It was just a nice night in close the door, had some, uh, some, you know, a couple drinks. We bought this like uh tequila cream stuff when we were in Mexico. So we opened up the bottle and, and had some, it was just a nice night. The two of us together got a little freaky deaky as adults do. Um, so it was fun and a good night. I had a good night with the love of my life and it wasn't in a hotel and we didn't go for a big fancy dinner first, but we spent time together lovingly cuddling and all that fun stuff. You know what? I love her. And I had a great time. That was one of the high points of my week. You guys, um, let's see, uh, let's see what else I'll tell you about the samplings. I'll tell you, um, 
let's see. There's uh, I don't have any more TV stuff to talk about except for The Last of Us. So in the in the episode 300, I went really off on the on the episodes. I didn't really say much about episode four. Um, trying not to spoil it or whatever. Um, episode five was the first fun episode in a while. Um, it's, it's an episode where they don't deviate from the game way too much and it made it fun. There was more action. There was more stuff going on. Um, it stayed more true to the game and I liked it. There were some differences, but it was nothing that hurt the, the, the plot or the overall theme. Um, I think that, that you'll enjoy it. Um, episode two was very much like the game where almost like everything you're experiencing is it just story, story elements from the game, uh, and not a lot of changes. Same with episode five is just, um, you know, there's some differences. They're telling stories, but the, the, the fighters, are, but, but the, the main story beats that, that keep it moving forward were relatively the same and, uh, very cool, you know, scene with a ton of zombies at one point. Um, it's just a good, um, it was just a good, good episode. I was, I was, uh, was happy with it. There were little like contradictory things that I didn't love. They're still, they're still not sure what they want to do with Joel. And I don't mean like consistently vague. I mean, like they just, you know, in episode four, there's a scene where a kid, like, I'm, I'm sorry to spoil mildly, but you know, there's a scene in episode four where, you know, kids shooting at him, you know, and they get the upper hand and now he's begging for his life. You know, he was, he's, he was a young kid, young kid, I would say like late teens and he's begging for his life, begging. Um, and Joel kills him regardless. Um, you know, so it's like Joel's Harden. Oh, even though he's a young kid begging for his life, it's Joel's, Joel's Harden. And in the next episode, uh, there's an old man. Well, we don't know how old the guy is, but there's a sniper in a window shooting at them, coming very close to killing them. And then when Joel gets the upper hand on him, he walks up behind him and just looks at the guy and he goes, just put your gun on the floor, slide it over to me and stay up here for an hour. That's all you have to do. And he looks at the guy and the guy's like, he's like, don't do it, man. Don't do it. Just slide me the gun. Please don't make me do it. And then the guy turns a slightly more and then you hear the gunshot and then it's like, oh, Joel killed him. And it's like, you, you know, they're trying to make it so that like, oh, Joel's a good guy. Like he always gives people a chance. Like you literally abandoned that the episode before when you made him kill a young kid who was begging for his life. You know what I mean? And the old guy was just try, like, like basically this kid was trying to kill them. They got the upper hand and this kid has to die no matter what he's probably begging, whatever that's the dynamic from the same group of people I may add. Okay. And so in that moment, Joel just kills them. No big deal. Right? Like no hesitancy. Whereas later it's like, Oh, just slide me the gun. Don't make me do it, man. Like it's, it was dumb and it was inconsistent. It's like, is Joel a, a hard guy who kills or is he a soft guy? Who's just trying to let people live. Um, the span of time, which this happens is less than 24 hours. Nothing big has happened to have, make him have any new revelations. You know, we're not, this is not like, oh my God, uh, you know, a year ago in the storyline, he would, you know, he was just killing people. And now there's humanity to him. Like it's, it's so inconsistent because they'll have Joel be empathetic one second and then not, uh, the next. And, um, it's just, it's a shame that, uh, it's a shame they're being so inconsistent with the characters. Characters were very consistent in the game and the growth was great. I'm just, I'm, 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 the show is fine. It like, it wasn't enough to ruin the episode for me, but it's just more reinforcement that they don't know what they're doing with this character. Uh, at least not the people who are collaborating. Um, I find it a little, uh, a little, little odd and, and sadly, uh, not, uh, not as good. Ah, the book was better. Um, 
let's see what else we can talk about here, guys. Um, <laughs> well, I wonder what else. Well, let's fill time. Let's do the time filler podcast. Um, I think, um, let's see here. Boom, boom. I'm going to talk about that stuff. Just take a look here, gang. See what I have. Um, I did some more status matching. Um, I have status matched with national car rental, enterprise car rental, best Western sixth. Love it. Love it. I cannot stress enough guys. There's links in the, in the description for the founders card. Um, use that to match you with a ton of different things. The founders card automatically upgrades your status with a lot of different places, but it's unbelievable how many more you can match to. Um, I matched to best Western, uh, diamond select or whatever they call it. So now if I go to a best Western, I'm, I'm good to get like free upgrades, you know, buy the, buy the cheapest room, collect more points, get even more, get free upgrades. Like I just, I don't know how you can lose if you haven't yet. I haven't even had people reach out yet. Now, granted a lot of these episodes have kind of come out within a short period of time, but I cannot tell you how much money you will save and how much free shit you will get um, as a result of, of matching your status. It's unbelievable. Um, I'll tell you about the status match thing later when I tell you what's going on this week. Again, I'm leaving tomorrow to drive 10 hours to go do a, a status matching tour because um, some of them require you to do them in person. And uh, it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be so much fucking fun. I can't tell you. Can't tell you how much fun it's going to be. Um. But having said that, I, uh, I booked some more Vegas stuff and, um, as a result of getting these statuses. So part of me was like, I wonder what, um, what I would get like uh, for a rental car. Cause I got all these like platinum statuses and free upgrades and stuff like that. So I, um, I talked to, uh, to my buddy, Ryan, who is, who is co-host the podcast before. And because of the marketing company that we worked for, we actually have access to like, um, like employee rates through national and enterprise. Um, in Canada, if I was to book through national or enterprise, um, I would actually get for the same, like a great discounted price. And I still collect my, my, you know, platinum membership, uh, points and whatever. Um, you actually, one of the nice benefits of booking with the, the marketing, um, platform is that you get free insurance. So like if I book a vehicle, all that, that extra collision and all that shit, it's all included in the package. Great money savings. However, in the States, so I already had an enterprise, uh, reservation made in the States. However, the, um, the insurance is not included, not for enterprise, but apparently national it was. So I got on the horn, the old telephony and I called, uh, I called their customer service line. I spoke with people. It turns out like national enterprise are owned by the same company. So the guy on the phone was actually able to confirm that we do in fact get the insurance, uh, included with national. So guy on the phone, um, his name was Trent. He was amazing. Uh, shout out to Trent. Trent went, uh, above and beyond what he did was he got me an amazing rate for the vehicle for the, the whole week that I'm in Vegas. He canceled my re uh, enterprise reservation for me. Um, he even looked up the resources to make sure that he was right about it being included. Um, so it was great. I basically got in a, a car for an entire week in Vegas, 500 bucks. It's got, um, the insurance, the insurance was $200 for the entire week, guys. I got that included. Amazing. So the insurance and, um, and the rental 500 bucks for the entire week. Uh, and, and he even put some notes in my file so that like one of the things I'd really like, and let's see if it happens guys, it'll be a cliffhanger for a while. Um, but when we get to Vegas, um, we just, we just booked the, the, like the full midsize, full size, whatever vehicle. And, uh, because of my status, like you get 
you know, upgrades for free, like relatively few stages, few tiers of upgrades. Um, so odds are Trent said it should be a pretty good thing that you can get a convertible. I wanted a convertible. I just, uh, I'm not a big, big car guy, but I know that my mom, um, likes convertibles, even though she's probably never really ridden in one or whatever. And I'm like, this is her birthday. It's her thing. And how cool would it be to just drive down the Vegas strip in a convertible? You know what I mean? Driving through the desert in a convertible. Like it's, it's the kind of thing, you know, I would never buy one for that experience, but fuck it. If I can rent one for the same price as a regular vehicle, amazing. Not to mention the fact that I looked into like, I'm just, again, this is all status stuff, guys. This is exactly what I'm talking about with the founder's card. So if you're like, wow, this all sounds amazing. It can be yours too. I'm trying to share with you this. So to just ignore what I'm telling you, if you're a traveler, um, or anything like that, you're, you're wasting money and you're losing opportunities for free shit. Um, I, I won't continue to beat your guys over the head with it, but just it's, it's so worthwhile. So because of my diamond status at Caesars, I know that parking and stuff in Vegas isn't necessarily free. So I looked into my status rewards and as a Caesars diamond member, I get free parking at the resorts. I also get free, uh, valet service. Valet is complimentary, uh, at Caesar's properties. So as long as I bring my diamond card and flash at the valet guy, I can drive up to whatever property I want, hand him the keys. He takes my car and parks it for me. They come back with it too. Now, of course I've never done valet before because in my head, I was always like, Oh, what do I got to pay these guys? 10, $15 tips every time. Like, so I Google what's the average, I go, what, what do you tip valets in Vegas? And no word of a lie, they were like one or $2. I was like, that's crazy. Now, again, I'm not cheap. So I'll probably do like three or four bucks. Um, some people might go, oh, that's incredible. You gotta, or, or that's insane. You gotta give them 10 bucks every time. Maybe I read one blog that said, you know, you give them one or $2, but they know people, but that's like when you, when you drop it off and then you tip them again, when, when you pick it up. Um, but I don't have a problem paying $4 overall to, to just drive straight up to the front door, hand them my keys and walk inside. To me, that's incredible. Alternatively, like I have free self-parking, but I got to go find the way into the parking, find a spot, uh, and then find my way back into everything from like the parking lots, which are usually like in the back or way underground. Like I, I, I love the idea that I can just hand them my fucking keys. Here's a couple bucks and then walk right in the front door and get to where I'm going when we're done. Yeah. It might take a little bit longer, but I'll just ask the guys when I drop it off, I go, Hey, what's the weight usually like? And if they're like, oh, that, I'm like, is there any way to make that faster? If I tip you more on the way out, is that how, you know, I'll ask, I'm always advocating asking. I'll fucking ask. Um, so I was like, okay, when, when considering getting the rental car, I'm like, man, the, my mom is like 69 years old. She's not going to want to walk everywhere. If I can go to any of the properties, right? So Caesar's properties, this stuff, but I'm status matching. One of the reasons I'm going to Atlantic city, I'm status matching my Caesar's, uh, to, uh, I basically get the MGM gold, which is also free parking and free valet. So anywhere we go, here's a couple of bucks and they take the car away, which means that there's just a little bit more opportunity to do some driving in this nice car for my mom to have a more, my mom sacrificed a lot growing up. We grew up very, very poor. And, um, I think that this is a great way for me to show her like a, a like a luxurious, fancy week. Um, you know, on my beer budget, right? Champagne on beer budget. So, um, I'm just, I'm looking forward to it being a nice week. And again, like I said, like to, to know that, you know, we don't have to take an Uber everywhere, wherever we go, we can just go right up to the front door and hand them the keys and a couple bucks and, and, and park the car. I think that's fucking incredible. I think that's absolutely incredible. And it's all based on status. So, um, 
I'm really excited. I'm really excited for the trip and uh, I'm excited to find more things. We also booked, um, a dinner at Lago. That's a place Crystal and I went, um, it's a restaurant in the Bellagio and it's, uh, it's got seating right on the fountain. It's Italian restaurant, uh, by, by executive chef, Julian Serrano. And, uh, you can go right up, sit right up next to the fountain and have a nice meal. My mom loves Italian food. So we're gonna have a nice meal right at the Bellagio fountain. Um, it'll be super memorable for her. She's gonna have a great time. We're also going to be going to Oscars. Now this is because Crystal's coming and I like to have a nice meal with my love. So Oscar's Steakhouse located in the plaza, it's downtown by Fremont street. Um, it has a beautiful curved, uh, window at one end of the restaurant that overlooks the Fremont street experience. So I'm looking forward to taking uh, my mom and crystal there. Um, we're going to be there right around dusk. So, you know, we'll get a little bit of daytime viewage and a little bit of nighttime, just seeing all the lights from Fremont street's, uh, Viva vision. Um, big, big LCD screen that spans like five, six, seven blocks. Um, but it's, uh, it's awesome. And, uh, we all will sit and have a nice dinner. Look up at that. It's going to be spectax. Absolutely magical guys. Can't wait. Sorry. I really tried to make some noise with that. Excuse me. Mm. Bodily functions guys. All sorts of fun stuff for you. Um, so yeah, we booked those. We booked those guys, rental car, Lago Oscars. Now, will I get that free upgrade? Like right now it's like a Chevy Malibu. Will I get that free car upgrade to a convertible? We shall see. Fingers crossed. Come on, magical people at national in uh, Harry Reid international airport. Really hoping for some magic from those guys. Um, and then what did I do this weekend? Uh, only 36 minutes. That's might be a shorter one. I, I feel like I deserve a short one. I did two this week. Um, in terms of the, um, the, the stuff I was handing out this week, um, I did two different activations. So one of them on Friday, uh, I did the fireball. So fireball is a cinnamon whiskey. Apparently it's made here in Canada. We are just giving out little one and a half, two ounce sample bottles of fireball whiskey. Um, on its own, I don't like it. It's one of those whiskeys that a lot of people don't, you know, it's one of those drinks that it's like, it's either you love it or you hate it. Um, I brought a few samples with me to my friend, uh, you know, Ty, who was, was taking care of the detailing for my car. And he was like, Oh fuck, I love this stuff. It was, you know, I've literally just spent the weekend drinking it. So he's happy. I'm happy. He's happy. That makes me very, you know, happy, 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 happy. Um, but in terms of, uh, other people, some people just didn't like it. So the day started, uh, Friday where we were supposed to go to the Rideau canal. Um, so it's the world's largest skating rink. They call it. And every year there's a, there's a festival called Winterlude here in Ottawa, the capital of Canada. And, um, because of, I guess, I don't know, temperature, global warming, whatever you want to call it. Um, the canal has been taking longer and longer to freeze. And usually by February, it's been cold long enough that, that the canal is frozen. It is still not frozen and it wasn't open. So people booking this stuff in Toronto who have no idea, who aren't really paying attention, they just go, oh, the canal, you know, winterlude. All right, book that. And we're going to do a sampling there. Well, when we got together, the, the place was closed. There were no people. And so I was like, we're gonna have to go somewhere else. We moved to a different location downtown. We were handing out samples, but when we did the same activation in the summertime, we had like one of those little sort of ice cream cart style things where we would just fill it up with fireball, but at least there was branding with us and, and we had hats and shirts. So when we walked around, people could very much see that we were with fireball. All we had this time were fireback, fire, fireback, fireball hats, like toques, uh, for anyone who doesn't know what a toque is a beanie, um, with a little pom-pom on top. So like, even when we had our coats up and our hoods up, 
like it kind of covered the 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 branding of Fireball. So it just looked like people with backpacks on or walking around asking people if they wanted free Fireball samples. It was really really hard to get people to take one. We ended up we ended up getting oh we got an email here. One sec, one sec, guys. This might be important. Sorry, one of the people from the medical group I was a part of uh, that whole weight loss thing just just popped in. I was like oh, I'm like wait a second. Tuesday nights that's usually when we did it. It's like six twenty six. I don't think we missed something, but the amount of times like six twenty six would come, I'm like, oh my god, because our meetings were always from five to six thirty. So I'm like, oh great, did I miss another one? Oh, there's always something, you guys. All right, so um, what was I talking about? The fireball thing. We went downtown, and so we decided, like, um, because of the fact that we were having a hard time getting anyone to 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 accept these samples, and we needed like pictures and stuff to prove that we're doing it for the bosses, um, we decided to find one of the you know. Uh, LCBOs, the, the liquor stores here in Ontario and just start handing them out in front of that. And that worked out well. Um, but they were short staffed at a different activation that I was doing, which was, uh, excuse me, uh, Haribo gummy bears, gold bears. Sorry. They told us they'd give a shit if they heard us calling them gummy bears. They are the, the Haribo gold bears is their branding, uh, German company. Uh, apparently they said that they're, they're the original gummy bear. I have no idea about that, but, uh, Anyways, their, their activation was happening on Spark Street, which is like a promenade. Um, but it was from like five o'clock till 1030. And so, um, now luckily I was working with my buddy, Jad, who I've done uh, infinite amounts of activations with. And, uh, it was cold, but we had like, we had like Haribo, um, jackets, toques. We had, uh, these, the exact type of bicycle ice cream thing that I'm talking about. We also had a giant mascot. So, um, it was very, uh, very obvious that we were in fact with Haribo, but we were handing out tiny little packages of sample gummy bears. Um, tons and tons and tons of people were accepting them. We gave out so many gummy bears. Jad and I were even told to like go roaming up and down Spark Street to hand them out. Gave away so many gummy bears, ate so many gummy bears. I had fucking Chernobyl farts, not unlike the ones I had in Mexico, where it was just like, whatever is in this stuff, turn my farts to mustard gas. I'm not even a generally gassy guy to begin with, but just whatever was in these things. It's not to disparage the company, just they're good, they're delicious gummy bears, but they, they make a, they make a mess. Yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I did fireball, uh, in the morning I did, uh, Haribo at night. And then Saturday I did fireball again, 12 to four. And this time we went down to spark street because I saw how busy it was in spark street. And so I decided like, Hey, well, we'll do the, the Haribo gummy bear that we'll do the fireball samples on, uh, on spark street. And we ended up doing that for a while until they were like, Hey, you guys aren't one of our official partners. Get out of here. I was like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Let, let me just get out of here. And then we went back to the same spot we were and we finished up and that was the end of fireball for the weekend. And then Sunday they needed me to help with the Haribo gummy bears. So again, Chad and I wandered around handing out thousands of gummy bear samples, thousands and thousands. Fuck a lot of gummy bears. Um, I brought a, a case home to give to the share with the roomies and the ladies. And, uh, yeah. So Saturday night I was like, Hey honey, I got fireball and gummy bears. And she's like, Oh my God, more fucking stuff. She's like, no, no, none of that stuff. She doesn't want any of it. <laughs> but, um, I actually got to see a couple of the guys I'd worked with. Um, last weekend I worked with Scott with the, the Tim Hortons shack activation. He was, uh, he was there doing something with the Tim Hortons truck that was on site on spark street. So I got to just see him say hello. You know, 
uh, chat with him. He's a great guy. And then, uh, I actually ran into Zach, who is one of the guys who worked on Rogers hometown hockey. So he's not with that marketing company where he's now with uh, a, a different one repping Tim Hortons. So it was really cool to see him. And we shared some stories from back when we were doing the tour stuff and it was just really nice to see him and catch up and, and whatever. But my, my weekend, literally all day, Friday, right into like 10 o'clock at night. It was a late night. So all day doing marketing stuff, Saturday morning, I was handing out fireball. And then Saturday evening, I spent that lovely night with crystal. Um, and then Sunday was Harry Bo most of the day. And I can't remember what happened Sunday night. I probably just played a little bit of catch up and did some, you know, laundry or whatever, but overall it was, um, it was a, a good weekend. I, like I said, I spent a little bit of downtime here and there booking some more stuff for Vegas. Um, you know, uh, got the car detail today, dropped off the flowers and, uh, and that will lead me into just letting you guys know what I got coming up. Um, but before that, I'm just going to plug uh, a little bit of stuff here, guys. I am hosting and headlining at absolute comedy here in Ottawa, my home club. Um, I am hosting March 21st through the 26th, uh, 2023, just in case for some reason someone's listening to this episode years later, um, March 21st through 26th at absolute comedy, Ottawa, 2023, I am hosting. And then in May, I will be headlining. So it's May 23rd through 28th, again at Absolute Comedy Ottawa, 2023, May 23rd through 28th. If you'd like to get tickets, please go to absolutecomedy.ca and you can book your reservations there. Alternatively, you can call 613-233-8000 for reservations for the Ottawa Club. Uh, those are the dates I have in the calendar for stand-up right now. I will also remind you guys that the Founders Card link uh, is in the description that gives you the founders card membership for four ninety five instead of five ninety five, and it waives the ninety five dollar application fee. So you stand to save about two hundred bucks uh, just by doing it that way. But the founders card is basically like a, a an exclusive membership for people who own their own business or work for for small businesses and stuff like that. It's just an incredibly cool. Um, rewards and status program. So what it does, like I told you the value, I found it because I wanted to be Caesar's diamond. I, I traveled to Vegas in May. I'm going for my second time in, in 360, 365 days. And I'd like to start going to Vegas a little bit more regularly. I like it there. I have fun in Vegas, but, um, I saw that, you know, Caesar's diamond rewards members didn't pay resort fees. And I was like a resort fee resort fees. You can add 300. if you're going for a week in Vegas, you can add $350 to whatever the price is listed as your hotels, because you're paying resort fees on top of it. When I saw that Caesars diamond members didn't pay resort fees, I'm like, I want to be that level. And I spent a lot of time researching ways to get there. And I found the founder's card, the founder's card be with your membership to me. I was paying the 500 bucks just to get Caesars diamond status. Cause I'm like, if I go to Vegas more than once a year, the card pays for itself just in the amount of resort fees that I, I will save. But then I learned about status matching where other hotels and other brands and stuff like that, they want to match your status that you have with other places to incentivize you to come to them as well. Because the two major properties in Vegas are, are Caesars and MGM and, and almost everything in Vegas is owned by one of those two companies. Well, MGM doesn't want to never get your business because you're Caesars diamond. So they go, Hey, look, we'll match you to gold. You know, if we'll, we'll give you the same level, they call them different things, but it's the same level. So if you're MGM gold, you don't pay resort fees there. You don't pay for parking there. Um, and so, you know, and then that matches to Hyatt, which matches to this. And then that matches to carnival cruise lines. And this matches to ocean. Like there's all these different brands that will just match you. Plus, um, so, so the founder's card, getting back to that, that's your back doorway into Caesar's diamond status. But that's not all. You can also get Hilton Gold as a founders member, which is a high level thing. You can also save money on your, your you get uh, automatic Hertz and Avis uh, better, better rates. 
better sorry status. Um, you're going to get um, discounted rates on so many products. You can buy like Dell computers and Lenovo computers for for way way less. Get Shopify discounts. Get all sorts of stuff. There's literally like countless partners through the Founders Card where you just get better better deals on things or whatever. It's, it's a, an exclusive membership. You're not even allowed to look at their website unless you've been invited or, you know, you've got a link. So I've got my link, uh, in the, the, the description. Um, I cannot tell you the, the value of that. Like I said too, with Caesars, you're not just getting the no resort fees. You're going to get free parking. You're going to get free valet. You also get a $100 free, uh, dining credit at their properties. Also, you get uh, anywhere between three and five. It depends on what you pick. I've looked at the packages online. Between three and five free night stays uh, at uh, Atlantis in the Bahamas. So you can go for just just for having the Caesar's Diamond, you get five free nights, um, depending on when you go uh, at Atlantis in the Bahamas. Right. So that in and of itself, the Atlantis the thing is this is like a few hundred dollars a night. And you're going to get for free because you've got Caesar status through this founder's card. So they're really, if you travel at all, there is really no intelligent reason that you don't have this founder's card. And my link saves you a hundred dollars off the price of the card. And it waives the $95 uh, fee. If you have questions about, you want to know more by all means, vet it, watch some YouTube videos, read some blogs about the founder's card. Um, this is something that I'm already using and I'm, I'm having a blast. If you've been paying attention to this episode, all the free shit I'm getting, uh, well you say, ah, but it's not free. You're paying for it. I'm like, it, it still mitigates a lot of the other stuff that you're paying for. So there's, you know, the only way you could lose is if you buy the card and you just never go anywhere. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't advocate you do that, but, um, you're losing money. If you travel and stuff and you're, you're not using the founder's card, it's not just for people who go to Vegas, Wyndham, Marriott, Hilton, all these different places, they all have status, uh, matching systems. Um, but your founder's card is, is your way to get to that, that high tier status that everybody matches with. Um, I have my Neo MasterCard, uh, cashback card, uh, link in the description. So if you're a Canadian resident and you just want a, a free credit card with no fees of any kinds, um, that will give you instant, instant cashback, right? So you go somewhere, you buy something, you can get up to 20% instant cashback. Um, I use it all the time. And, uh, it's great to see the cash back now versus the cash back at the end of the year. Um, so, uh, the, the link is in there and they give you $25 for free that you can spend and never pay back. So you can spend the 25 bucks and throw the card in a drawer and you will never see a fee for said card. It's uh it's a great, great, great card to use. It's a Canadian company. Um, and yeah, that link is in the description. They also kick some cash back to, to me my way. I would never advocate anything to you guys that I don't use myself. Um, and finally, the site that I use for cheap flights, skip lagged. The link is there. Um, you know, some of you guys might go, oh, I use Expedia. Oh my God, you're wasting money. You know, some people think that they use Hopper or, or Skyscanner and that they've got the best one out there. I'm telling you, skip lagged is the best one. I, I meticulously go through a lot of them all the time and, uh, and skip lagged will find you, uh, the cheapest prices for flights. Um, absolutely incredible. Please don't overpay. The link is in there. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's the plugs guys. Comedy coming up, March hosting, uh, May headlining the founders card, Neo MasterCard and skip light links in the description. Um, coming up this week, guys, I am doing a status match run in Atlantic city. So something that I want to share with you guys, I know I've been talking about these status matches a lot, but I get excited for saving money guys. There's, there's, um, I couldn't afford to go on these trips if I wasn't saving money, um, if I wasn't getting free rooms and comps and things like that as a result of, of statuses and that, and you know, um, so 
basically I watched a YouTube video about how, um, the, the, the way it was, you know, up until February 1st, 2023. So this is some recent changes is that if you wanted to like, um, I, when I got my Caesars diamond card, I was able to go onto Wyndham's website and I could just put in my Caesars number and hit submit. And it automatically status matched my Caesars diamond to Wyndham diamond. Now I do believe that these are two companies owned by this, the same parent company. Um, so they, they have access to each other's backdoor things to verify that the information you're putting in is correct. Sure. Um, but some companies will take a, will accept a screenshot and you wait two, three weeks. I've had ones like that already. I got the founder's card some kind of time in, in January. Um, so at this point, you know, um, my, my status matches took time. Even the Caesars one, um, you buy it and, um, you know, you buy a founder's card and then you, you request an upgrade with Caesars diamond and it took time. It took a few weeks. Um, but now that it's there, I'm, I'm watching the prices drop on everything. I'm starting to get emails, you know, uh, because I'm a Caesars diamond member of, of extra free things that I get. It's incredible. Um, what MGM did, um, to mitigate, just giving you status, you know, without having to do anything as they were saying for the longest time is you had to take your Caesars diamond physical card and you had to show up at a, a, a location, an MGM owned location and show them thing. And so you had to do a status match in person. You couldn't do it over the web, but they would match your Caesars diamond to gold, which is the first level that, that waves resort fees and gives you free parking and stuff like that. Um, the $100 dinner credit that, um, MGM gives that one, they have a little, you know, asterisks in their terms and conditions and that, that they only give you if you earned your tier organically through, um, spending money. If it's a status match, you don't get your hundred dollar dinner. You know what? I'm not going to lose sleep. I like being able to add MGM to my portfolio and know I'm never going to pay resort fees or parking at their location. So I'm actually good with that. Um, that's really all I wanted anyways. But, um, what they did is as of February 1st, they no longer match Caesar's diamond. I think they know that there's a lot of people who have Caesar's diamond status. So they no longer match your Caesar's diamond to gold. They now match it to Pearl. So you have to, you, you don't get your, your fees uh, waived at Pearl. I think all you get is like maybe free, free self parking. So it's not great. Um, and I was kind of like, fuck, I wish I had known about that prior to February 1st. And I would have gone and got my stuff matched a different way. However, the plan that I had to do my status matching tour in Atlantic city is still good. So basically I am driving down, uh, I'm leaving early morning tomorrow and I'm going to pick up Chad, uh, my buddy from, uh, Elmira, New York, I'm going to pick up Chad and he's going to come make the, the trip with me. So I've got some company. Um, Chad and I are going to go to Harrah's, I believe Harrah's or Caesar's palace, whichever is easier to get to. And we are going to get the physical Caesar's diamond card. Um, now I'm going to take that physical Caesar's diamond card and because I can no longer match it to MGM gold on its own, I have to do it in a bit of a roundabout way. So in Atlantic city, there is Caesar's, uh, sorry, there's Caesar's there's Harrah's and there's Tropicana, all Caesar's properties. I go to any one of those and I get my physical Caesar's diamond card. Once I get my, my physical Caesar's diamond card, I am going to go to the hard rock casino where hard rock will match my Caesars diamond to their, what they call rock royalty level. Um, and then they're going to give me some free shit or whatever. And I'm going to have a high tier status with the hard rock, uh, casinos. 
Then I'm going to take my hard, co- hard, hard cock. I'm going to take my hard fucking cock. Um, I'm going to take my hard rock card and I'm going to go to ocean casinos and the ocean casinos are going to match me to their ocean prime level. Prime level is going to give me three free nights in Baja Mar, two free nights at the win in Las Vegas a year, probably waived resort fees at their, their location, whatever. It's one of the nicest places in Atlantic city. Then when I have the ocean prime one, well, MGM matches gold to ocean prime. So it's a little tricky way. This matches to this, to match that, to match this, to end up with, with gold. So can I go directly from diamond to, uh, Caesar's diamond to MGM gold? No, but I can go diamond to rock royalty to prime to gold. Uh, and that's going to be status with four different uh, you know, casino areas, whatever. And, uh, I'm excited about that. I'm very excited about that. It's a a fun excuse to go down there. And then on our way home, uh, we're going to take like a little 40 minute detour and we're going to go to live casinos in Philadelphia, which have some cool, uh, perks and things like that, as well as some pre free play. And I've also decided as of today, I was watching a couple of YouTube videos. I'm going to go and I'm going to have me some fucking, uh, Philly cheesesteak. Never been to Philadelphia in my life. Um, I still have to do this quickly because I'm back to doing fireball and hurry bow on Friday. It's going to be a long day. So I literally leave Wednesday morning, 6am drive the whole day. Then we got some stuff to do at night. I have a free room booked, uh, at the Borgata, which is the only MGM property in Atlantic city. So I've got a free room at the Borgata. Um, uh, I just have to pay the resort fees, but guess what? Once I match to gold, there's going to be no resort fees, baby. I'm going to get that gold card. I'm going to check in and I am going to not pay a dime for that room, which is fucking awesome. I'm knocking on wood because everything is still hunky dory about doing everything in person, but terrifies me that one of those companies is going to change their mind before I get there tomorrow evening. So next week, you'll know just how successful everything was, but I'm going to drive all day. I'm going to get my statuses matched. I'm going to have, uh, you know, a meal at one of these properties, you know, Atlantic city is supposed to be like a little mini Vegas on the, uh, the ocean. And, um, and that'll, that'll fucking do her, you know? I'll, I'll come back with all those statuses. And then when I go to Vegas in April, I will have all my status cards with these things. There's actually some other status match programs that I'll be doing in Vegas as well, like at resorts world and Cosmo doesn't status match and the wind doesn't status match, but I'm still going to pick up my physical cards from the wind and from Cosmo. Um, because fuck it. Now I'm addicted to having status places. So, um, once I have MGM gold, I will status match that to Hyatt Explorist. I'm excited guys. I love it. I love being able to be like, Oh, I need to book a hotel for work. Well, geez, which one of these mega properties is it's not just like, Oh, I have to book with these people. Like I've heard people before that spend way more money than I do on things. It's like, Oh, I got to book, you know, with this place because I got status there. Fucking match it. Status match anything. You know what I mean? If you guys are wondering, how do I know who I can match with what? There's a site called statusmatcher.com or statusmatch.com. There's a bunch of different ones where you can literally go in and it shows people like someone will be like, oh, I tried to match Hilton honors with my Wyndham and they, they accepted. And then some of them say they denied, but you'll see that like, it'll tell you like, oh, we tried to match our Caesars diamond to Hyatt and they denied me, but I tried to match my MGM gold with Hyatt and they approved same in I tried to match MGM with, with Wyndham and they don't do that. Like. I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm, I, I'm like so waist deep in the status match stuff. And again, saving money. I'm basically, you can book. That's the best part is with your free upgraded rooms, with your status, you can book the cheapest room, uh, at a hotel and, and get a, get a nice upgrade sometimes to a suite just because your status. And they're like, Oh, thank you for your loads. I'm like, huh, thank you. This is my first time here. <laughs> I'm not loyal at all. Um, all right, guys, that's the, uh, that's the podcast this week. I'll let you know what I've got coming up with me. I got another weekend of, of uh, 
activations and then I have a, a couple of days of a status match tour. So I'll come back and let you know if I was successful or not. Did I end up, you know, with, with physical cards and high level status with all these places? We shall see. I certainly hope so. Cause it's a lot of driving. 20 hours in the next 48 hours we'll be driving. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a lot of fun. Um, always have a pleasure chatting with you guys. Send me emails, talk to me about whatever you want. Contact at one man podcast.com. You send me the email. I'll read it on the podcast and we'll go from there. Um, you know, unless you put a little note in there saying, please don't read on the air. But, uh, but I, I hope, you know, I look forward to, uh, to hearing from you guys and of course, chatting with you again soon. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide to infinity, <laughs> you know the roof on fire. We gon' boogie, oogie, oogie, jiggle, wiggle, and dance <laughs> like the roof on fire. We go drink drinks and take shots until we fall out like the roof on fire. Now, baby, get my booty naked, take off all your clothes and light the roof on fire. Tell her, tell her, baby, 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 I'm on fire. I tell her, baby, 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 I'm a fireball.
Fireball.